1: It's only a Big Ten football podcast. We take academics very seriously here in the Big Ten Library, so shut the fuck up. My name is Jason Kirk. I'm joined, shh, for to shut the fuck up back there. We're <laughs> trying to do a very serious academic podcast. I'm joined here in Study Hall by Holly Anderson. Hello, Holly. Oh. How are you? Hello. And Ryan Nanny. Hello. How are you today, Ryan?
2: I'm, I'm feeling. Ryan, ins- shut up! I'm Sh- sorry, I'm not so fucking sorry. loud. I'm sorry. I'm, uh, I'm feeling inspired today, you guys. Ooh, that, that's... that. Sound,
1: that sounds. That like a intellectual inspiration.
2: That that makes me nervous. Business inspired, which I think counts. Business and travel inspired.
1: Oh, okay. I love traveling from uh, New Jersey to Nebraska.
0: <laughs> well, sure, we all do.
1: And further. <laughs> um.
2: This is not new this is not new news, but it's new to our show. Domino's has pulled out of Italy. <laughs> <laughs> why was it there? The thing, so first of all first Okay, of all, great
0: question. First great of all, question.
2: I didn't know that Domino's was in Italy. Apparently oh. they entered the Italian market in twenty
0: fifteen.
2: <laughs> and
0: Wait, wait! Does somebody who's listened to our 2015 shows, go back and see if we marked this occasion.
2: So, um, here's my here's my thing. There were three. All right, so there were nearly three dozen Domino's pizza franchises. Where in to Italy. begin?
0: Okay.
2: Um, my my thing is not that Domino's failed, because obviously Domino's was going to fail in Italy.
0: Did they fail, or is it a strategic retreat?
2: My thing is that they had the chutzpah, the belief in themselves, <laughs> the absolute <laughs> white man confidence to say, yes, we will go sell pizza to Ata-. not just any pizza. Because it's not like Domino's went to Italy and was like, oh, we want to try to like adapt true Italian. No, they were like, you know what they want?
0: S- we want birthday party pizza with
2: my <laughs> House. <laughs> Well, that's what we want to give the Because You know what
1: everybody loves?
0: Americanized
1: stuff. We got and, ch- chicken wings and <laughs> chocolate chip cookies and, and they, <laughs> Pepsi.
2: And they stuck with it for seven years. I, I'm kind of impressed. Like, like think about, we, listener, when you're out there today thinking about a risk you want to take, a questionable decision, something you're scared of, something that intimidates you. Channel the spirit. Channel the absolute balls. You can say
0: gall. It's okay.
2: Of dominoes in Italy, and charge forward with that same that same belief in yourself. That's why I'm inspired today, guys. Because we all have a we all have a bad dominoes in Italy <laughs> inside of us.
1: I wish I had a dominoes inside of me. <laughs> that would I've you. eaten dominoes. <laughs> I that love, uh, so Conquerors of Italy. Uh, yeah, you can do it, but it probably won't last very long. Attila, that, you know, mm-hmm. then bled to death on a wedding night, <laughs> which I think is what Dominus <laughs> like has accomplished Dave here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. We're all thinking it. Mm-hmm. Who's going to look it up and see if there's Papa John's in Italy?
1: I know that there's Papa John's in Italy. Well, at least I'm assuming there is because I just watched that piece of shit Uncharted movie on Netflix, oh, and there is sucks. a fight scene in Italy at a Papa, Papa a Papa John's. What? It's the most outrageous ad place, and I was like, surely. Surely okay. this can't exist. So,
2: so, I'm on the Papa John's international site. Here oh are God. the European countries.
1: Azerbaijan,
2: Belarus, Cyprus, France, Ireland... Netherlands, Poland, Spain, Turkey, UK. According to this, there is Putting not... it in
0: France is aggressive. <laughs> Putting so it that... in Ireland is pretty special, too. Where was that fight? <laughs>
1: the, <laughs> I, the, I think the movie, uh, the movie lied to us, server. Um, God damn let's it, let's the Uncharted with... Wait, movie wasn't a nonfiction. Okay, that's actually way... we can't trust Mark Wahlberg anymore?
0: No, no, that's worse if they took the trouble to, to build a fake Papa John's in Italy to stage a fight in. Let's I think go if it's Spain. in Italy,
1: it's an anti-Papa John's.
0: Mm.
2: <laughs> let's let's go with let's oh, I hope the French Papa Johns is in oh, Avignon. No.
0: I think that would be
2: the appropriate place <laughs> um, to a sparkling
1: Papa
0: John's Is this in a situation where we can read reviews of the French Papa Johns?
2: Um, unclear God, I pop
0: Papa- smoke in all of them
2: Papa John's.fr <laughs> does not go to anywhere so that's not a great sign. Hmm. Um, Papa that's John's cool. Ireland. Does indeed connect you to a site, Papa John's Spain. Come on, yeah, okay, Papa John's Spain available. That bothers me
0: less for some reason, and I don't know why.
2: Um, it's one of the one of the promotions they're running right now. Marte's crazy. Hmm. You can get two, three ingredient pizzas. For seven fifty euro each, Mark is lo- crazy.
0: Muy autentico.
1: I wonder if it's less bothersome that it's in Spain because we know they have better food, so th- mm. we know they have plenty of options. It's, like, sure. it's all right, Spain. Yep, Ireland, yep. we're worried. <laughs> Ireland is probably the best thing you have.
0: <laughs> hmm. Man,
2: I'm sorry you got lied to, server.
1: I'm doing intense research. Right now <laughs> to figure out. Server, just just rewatch Uncharted. You'll be the first person to ever watch it twice. <laughs> I know. I I'm pretty sure it was Italian. Like these people were not. They did like they they seemed way too. Um, I don't know what it is. They seemed way too animated and emotional to be French. They weren't like mm. mad. They were just, uh, you know. R- yes, Ryan, uh, you get what I'm saying here. I do. I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not, not to Ryan, be racist, but Ryan, you know. Not to be
2: totally we've,
0: racist, but you We've get covered it, right?
2: this. You, you can't be racist against Italians. It's, it's just that when Columbus came to America, that was sort of the deal. It was like, all right, Italy, you are now off the can be racist list. Fair enough. For, ah, fuck me. Know.
1: It was Barcelona. Oh. Wow. Wow.
2: I, you know me, what? Barcelona. You know what? I I think that was P- Papa John's. Sp- Papa John's. I think that was Spain saying, "Okay, you can film here and you can film at the Papa John's, but you have to say it's Italy. We will
0: not have people
2: ah. knowing that there's a Papa oh. John's in Barcelona."
0: <laughs> Are yeah. you telling me that the Papa John's was <clears throat> uncharted?
1: Spanish <laughs> revenge <laughs> for one or another. Surely they have beef over something.
0: Yeah, they seem God, like a vengeful people just on a Tuesday.
1: I just, I mean, I figure you can pick any two European countries, and there's been like eight wars.
2: The oh, War yeah. of Olive Oil or something. Y- yeah, something. They look yeah. at Kansas
0: Mizzou and they're like, ah, amateurs. hmm. Mm
2: hmm. Great, great olive oil in Missouri. People don't know that.
0: That's yeah. Well, they yeah. The they lead the country the in VHS porn consumption. So that's why one naturally follows the other. That's what one for.
2: You could just see pervy Mizzou fans being like, mm, "Extra virgin,
1: yeah." Oh man, so, so slippery. <laughs> <laughs> I'm upset.
0: It's it's lube with calories. It's perfect.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Unfortunately, my brain went directly on ahead of me down the road to decide how we could connect this back to the Big Ten, and I was like, lube with games. <laughs> 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 and now you all know about it, too.
1: So we are uh, we're here today, to Now that we've previewed uh, all the other power conferences and previewed the national uh, playoff picture, it's time to preview the Big Ten.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: This would imply we forgot about it. Um, sure would. And we're fine with that implication. <laughs> 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 um, so, what are you going to
0: uh, do, call our moms a homophobic slur in church? They might. Yeah.
1: So, uh, breaking news today, uh, perhaps the most important news of the college football season, is uh, a bowl game. A Big Ten bowl game, in fact. I assume that means it has an academic um, component, consortium, some sort of, sort of research element. Comes with a close uh, bowl. It has an agricultural uh, facet to it this time around. The Penn Bowl in New York City, Yankee Stadium, the, uh, the, the the grandest, most prestigious baseball park. Is that true? I don't know. The
2: oldest, the oh. oldest baseball stadium. Don't check that. Yeah, that's yeah, just
1: true. Where baseball was discovered. By her was Hernando was Cortez.
2: Unearthed, and mine collapsed, and they found the preserved <laughs> body of baseball encased the in a The A haunted
1: baseball ghost <laughs> escaped when the sarcophagus was that's opened. Right.
2: opened Ooh, that's right. That's a deleted scene in Ghostbusters too, where baseball escaped. Mark, Wahlberg. Escapes. Yep.
1: <laughs> Mark mm-hmm. Wahlberg looted the corpse of baseball, and we were thence cursed.
2: I'm balking here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, the Pinstripe oh. Bowl, which has had, um, they was sponsored by hats for a while. I think it had a different sponsor at some point. I don't know. Uh, it is now. I think at the beginning.
0: It was just the Yankees, right? I think that's right.
1: Yeah, and now they're trying to distance themselves. From and now that the name, Mets are probably. supreme,
0: um, trying oh, to step Speaking of the Mets.
1: Oh no! It is now the Bad Boy Mowers Pinstripe Bowl in no. Yankee Stadium. No.
2: Uh-huh. hmm
1: uh-huh. I I couldn't believe it either. Mm-hmm. But that is. <laughs>
2: Holly Holly, a surrender co-breder herself out of shock. Oh,
0: God, I did. <laughs> out
2: of among, shock and among alarm. Among other things,
1: uh, first of all, the fact that New York d- only has one yard, one uh-huh. big yard. And, and, and it's, it's a big yard. yard. And, 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 and the it's government Yankee runs, Stadium.
0: runs it. Yeah. Oh, oh, two yeah. yards. Is Yankee yeah. Stadium It has yard? two
1: yards. Yeah. Actually, it has three yards, one of which belongs to the New York Mets, whose colors are blue and orange. The Bad Boy Mowers logo is currently mm-hmm. blue and orange. The sure. The Pinstripe Bowls logo, the blue and orange stuff, is bigger than than the uh, blue and white Yankee-colored stuff. So yes. the, the Mets have finally conquered Yankee Stadium oh, thanks to weird. the Lawnmower Mafia of Tampa.
2: I, I choose to believe this is actually Knicks Mafia k- taking over.
1: <laughs> 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 That's true <laughs> as well. Oh, and the Knicks finally won something.
2: You're gonna see now at halftime of Knicks games, instead of like you know, like at a Rangers game, you'd see the Zamboni come out between periods. Instead, Knicks game is gonna be here's the right on mower just coming over the floor of Madison Square Garden, <laughs> chopping the, it to fucking pieces.
1: The uh yeah, the pre game performance at the pinstripe bowl is now like eight guys chanting fuck Trey Young.
2: hmm hmm <laughs> That's
1: all they have, folks. It's all they have. They won one game three years ago.
0: Okay, so is what this... I'm hearing. Go Is ahead, this an Brian.
2: upgrade or a downgrade from the Gasparilla Bowl? Which it's a won- zero-turn lateral move. <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs> Technically, it's a very, very slight upgrade, like a, a modest incline, I think, would be the, sure. the, the way, the way sure. to term it. Because now it pairs uh, two power conferences. Yeah. Uh, you're going to get the dregs of the Big Ten and the dregs of the ACC. Um, you know, you're going to get, like, the um, no offense, but the Wake Forest level in the, Le- uh, let's, the Minnesota let's re- level.
2: Let's review some recent Pinstripe Bowl scores. Oh, let's. Uh, last December, Maryland 54, Virginia Tech 10. <laughs> 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 Two years before that, Michigan State 27, Wake Forest 21. This one I do remember. Which is tw- the
0: one that you went to?
2: I didn't go to any of every year. Okay. I thought about going to the Pinstripe Bowl. <gasps>
1: well, guess who's going this year?
2: I know what I'm remembering. Yeah.
0: What year was Duke there?
2: Duke, Indiana was 2015. That was the
1: first. No, that that wasn't the first one.
2: Ryan,
0: you called me the day of the pinstripe bowl uh, because you were still living in New York at the time. And you were like, there are people in Duke football gear everywhere.
2: Yes, because it was the night before because my my wife was working on... Miz at the time mm-hmm. and they had around the holidays they had like some comp tickets to give away so I went to see it and there were like 30 people at laymizz in, in their or, Duke gear. in Duke or Indiana gear because that's who they played
1: I think Indiana Indiana Ooh. fans are more likely to understand that play
2: <laughs> oh absolutely oh we love we
1: love a good, Duke fans like team are like Red what are they so fight. mad about <laughs> They should be grateful.
0: <laughs> Duke's like the factory owners are really the villains of this
1: play. I hope yes. they it's catch that offensive. guy. <laughs> <laughs> he should have put the bread back. I think.
0: Duke, Duke ripping open their puffy jackets to like this is a thick blue line right here, fellas.
2: I think I think the Duke uh, the Tenardiers are actually who Duke identifies. They're like they're business oh, owners. How could they be in the
0: wrong? <laughs> they're job creators. Look at all these factory workers. <laughs>
2: But yeah, the uh, the Pinstripe Bowl in its history has had two ranked teams ever. One was 2013, <laughs> when number 25 Notre Dame barely hanging on to that <laughs> beat Rutgers, yeah. and in 2016, Northwestern beat number 22 Pitt. Grim. This is uh, yeah, yeah.
1: So Bad Boy Mowers is moving up the bowl ranks, mm-hmm. and it is wild that this this counts as a move up <laughs> like, <laughs> this That's was also kind of the game. game that birthed home field apparel if I recall correctly because home this field was apparel. Indiana's kick that uh, clearly went through the uprights but yeah. was ruled in favor of Duke which made Indiana fans so mad they launched a uh, shirt company
2: and Indiana is now on how long of a streak without winning a
0: bowl game <sighs>
1: Uh, many, many years. That My nearly...
0: nine-windiana shirt shows
1: none of this concern. <laughs> uh, Don't 19... worry about them losing a bowl this year.
2: 1991 was the last time Indiana won a bowl. It was the Copper Bowl, which uh, now is the guarantee. It's like the, what used to be the Cheez-It Bowl, what used to be the Insight Bowl. And, to bring it full circle, when it first emerged in 1989, it was the Domino's Pizza Bowl. There we oh, are. We
0: used to be a country.
2: We used to be a country with multiple pizza bowls, and now we have none. But, Makes Domino's, sense. we know you have spare cash now,
0: that you're not wasting <laughs> that, on Italy. Step the fuck up. pizza bowl website bowl. <laughs>
1: now, that, now that Domino's uh, finally has some, uh, some, some liquid cash freed up by no longer attempting reverse colonialism... <laughs> uh, <laughs> sponsor a freaking ball game
2: welcome to the papa john's italy is real (laughs) dot com ball
0: i got it this is actually a chance for papa john itself to swoop in on italy and sponsor the oh it's okay if they say it dot com
2: i am annoyed that john Schneider couldn't keep his shit together long enough for us to get like a larry johnson grandmama style character called Paw. Papa John, like, mm-hmm. how did we not get that?
1: Papa John,
0: fuck, Peepa oh, John, man. <laughs> and then, like, Mima could have made their desserts, right?
1: <laughs> and they're yeah, and they're all played by the same guy. Yeah, Betty so it's all, by
0: it's, all Schnatter. it's all it's all
2: it's all Schnatter. 100%. His way through this, yeah. And he's not even wearing makeup; he's just himself in no. all of
1: them. Well, he's wearing a thick sheen of sweat. Yes,
2: he is wearing his natural makeup.
0: And of a, course. he's wearing like a cartoonishly frilled apron when he's playing mama.
2: Yep. mhm.
1: And, and I think some of his characters are me-momma.
0: Me-me-ma, I can't make me Italian. Mom me
1: ma mia? Mama me, mama me
0: I've lost in my own mouth.
1: <laughs> mama me there she goes again. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: big Tech fans love ABBA.
0: It's fine. Uh, it, it's because ABBA,
2: ABBA is also the bare minimum acceptable report card. If you're a Big <laughs> <spin> Tech <student. laughs>
1: I was going to say ABBA. That's a Scantron, brother. <laughs> ABBA. That'll barely get you into <laughs> Illinois.
2: <laughs> no, it'll get you a scholarship in
1: Illinois. <laughs> uh, I think uh, ABBA's from a very cold place.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. that's what it is. And they so, break up a lot, which mm-hmm. that means
1: it's like hearty um, mm-hmm. m- meat on your ribs music, <laughs> I guess. Character <laughs> the, building, the the beef
2: stew of music. <laughs> That's right.
1: ABBA makes you tough. <laughs> My, uh so yeah, uh, bad boy mowers bowl. Um, now we can uh, we can all watch the race for this bowl, which will include teams such as you know North Carolina and Louisville. And um, uh, Purdue and uh, and teams of that ilk. So,
0: I have one possible thing to look forward to here. This is okay. Just correct me if I'm wrong. I'm very stupid. The Bad Boys, the Bad Boy Mowers, which is famously located way down south, is now sponsoring an up there bowl in New York City. Correct? That's right. So. What better way to kick off the celebrations of this bowl than to have an Olympic torch relay style parade of bad boy mowers <laughs> from Tampa <laughs> to New York.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You A- tell as- me
0: bad boy mowers aren't street legal themselves. And I say, that's why it says bad boy on the side. That's true. Maybe this is the street. That's the problem.
2: Think about that. Welcome to infrastructure week.
1: I think the problem is legal.
2: I love
0: infrastructure Week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> As uh, numerous folks have pointed out, the Finstripe Bowl uh, regularly has some of the worst turf. Each ball season, mm-hmm. <laughs> so it is appropriate. Uh, this well, this, it's this, also
2: it's also a baseball bowl, so there's a whole section that's not turf at all. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> the dirt looks would, great.
0: <laughs> would you rather play? Would you rather play in Yankee Stadium, or would you rather them try the Wrigley Field thing again, where they had to hang a picture of ivy down one brick wall right. to cover up the tumbling mats that people kept running into? <sighs> And then they trop- could only use one end zone.
2: And then there's Tropicana Field, the baseball stadium that nobody even likes for baseball.
0: Playing in a giant overturned Tupperware bowl. Who doesn't love that? Uh,
1: the one that the the field looks like indoor was also sponsored by <laughs> the Bad Boy Motors. <laughs>
0: Are these supposed to make us grateful for
1: the games that are played in NFL stadiums, you think? Maybe so. Yeah, this is all... uh, I mean, they're going to try NBA courts at some point. So
2: so that's true. Bad Boy Mowers has gone... I know the Gasparilla Bowl moved to Raymond James for a little bit, but traditionally it belongs at the Trop. So they have moved from artificial turf, originally that served as a hockey stadium, to baseball. Like, they're getting closer, I think is what I'm saying. They're getting closer to to eventually... like grass. an actual grass, grass. A, fo- a football grass sponsorship.
1: <laughs> they found grass at least.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's important. They Such didn't grass. like they didn't accidentally go way over here and be like, "Hey, we're sponsoring Highlight now." And it's like, guys, God no. damn it,
1: goddamn! I know anybody. you're
0: listening. I know you're constantly listening, people of Bad Boy Mowers. I want to hear who's in charge of marketing Bad Boy Mowers at Yankee Stadium. Like, I, I just imagine them sitting around a conference table going. Um. Oh, I think
2: this is all directed towards the Long Island, New Jersey crowd. This is mm. this has nothing to do with cities. Yeah, I, I want to
0: watch. Yeah. I want to watch. This is yes. like this is like foreign diplomacy, right?
2: This is this is all the like Jersey exurbs people who are like, I go to two Yankee games a year. I fucking <laughs> love it, and I love putting my kid. I, I love putting my kid Bryson right on top of that bad boy mower. It makes me feel like the Yankees are back.
1: Is this also possibly marketed to like the Rough Riders crowd? Like, you know, we saw a mini music video with ATVs. Why I, couldn't they ooh. why couldn't they ride bad boy mowers instead?
2: It's harder to pop the wheelie on it, but it's not that yeah, again, if Domino's can go it, to Italy, <laughs> you can pop a wheelie
0: on a ride on mower.
1: <laughs> that makes it even cooler if you do.
0: hmm That's what mm-hmm. those little side training wheel things are there for, they're to stabilize you. That's right. As That's you pop right. the wheelie. It's a
2: simple uh, training wheelies.
0: So is there anyone
2: left who's unsponsored at this point as a bowl game? There's probably still a couple hanging There's around. There's usually right? several. Yeah. 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 And unlike other bowls, Bad Boy Mowers is a real company. So props <laughs> to the Pinstripe Bowl for not getting suckered <laughs> into us. Is, that is sp- one, of the,
1: one of the things that has befallen a bowl <laughs> in the past.
2: <laughs> yes. In recent past, we've seen bowl sponsored by company that's not real. We've seen, I think it was, was it the Shreveport Bowl that was sponsored by the Duck the, the duck Commander fellas, mm-hmm. and it turned out they were just like, no, we never signed the contract, so we're not paying you. <laughs> but you nice. called it our bowl anyway. Like, yeah, there are a lot worse ways this can go.
1: Um, I am looking, uh, and it appears that the New Mexico Bowl is currently without sponsor. That was the one that... We saw last have, time. Yeah. yeah, they might still have bad feelings from the last time they attempted that. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: never returned my emails so... <laughs>
1: The Frisco Bowl, I'm not clear on if it has. I'm just running through a list. Uh I, these are the ones owned by ESPN. I don't they don't really don't need a sponsor. Right. They might as well just name it after the place.
2: Is the is the LA Bowl continue gonna continue to be the Jimmy Kimmy Bowl? It Jimmy is currently Kimmel l- Bowl.
1: On the page I'm looking at it is currently the Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl presented by Stiffle.
0: Wait, what?
2: I'm not What's look, Stiffle?
1: What is not Stiffle? Look it up. I don't know.
0: Oh, that sounds difficult.
1: gross. Uh, investment banking company.
2: God damn it! Oh god! Why does everything have to be investment banking?
0: I'm right. not sure you could come up with. Okay, come up with a worse double sponsor bowl than Jimmy Kimmel <laughs> Investment Bank. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, like like even the Lockheed Bowl is just the yeah. Lockheed Bowl. It's yes. not the Jimmy Kimmel Lockheed Bowl. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Flaming well, that's Orphanage th- Radium Bowl.
2: Corolla wants the Lockheed Bowl.
0: That's <laughs> why.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> Um, Uh, scrolling, scrolling. There are quite a few bowls available from based on what I'm looking at here. So business is still booming.
0: Folks. You can reach us as ever at what's the Charlotte area code?
2: 38
0: Godfrey. (laughs) 38 Godfrey or 704 soul cast. And that Mm -hmm. is S O L hail to rod the sun. God C A S T. Love it. Call us Um, if you want us to sponsor your bowl.
2: Um, have, I told, have I told you guys about my new Big Ten? Uh, it's kind of a character. It's kind of like a state of mind that I'm adopting for this year.
0: I'm no. so excited.
2: I am going to be the Internet's most emotionally balanced Ohio State fan hmm. this year. What?
1: Yep. So like when they lose How? their one game –
2: It's fine with me. Like, uh, listen, like, like any good Ohio State fan, I'm going to be on the forums immediately after that. But it's going to be the Tai Chi forums (laughs) where I'm just (laughs) learning about, you know, better practice. Um, We're gonna, we're gonna definitely, you know, we're gonna practice mindfulness on Michigan week. It's mindfulness, but that's fine because Mm, good, you know, just, just, just figuring it out over here. So when, so when Ohio
1: State finishes like fifth. As Ohio State, Ohio State is want to yeah. do behind yeah. an Alabama that has a better resume, but not much better resume, you will not insist that this is a, a massive um, ESPN conspiracy against you personally. Even though You'll, it will be, you instead will say they simply had the oh, better case, no, and we no, should not have lost that one game. No,
2: I'm sorry. That you're. That's that would be. That would be. <sighs> That's not so much emotionally balanced as it is logical. And instead, I will say it Mm. is a personal vendetta against me. (laughs) But I'm
1: fine with it. But
2: I welcome it, and I am flattered by the attention that ESPN (laughs) pays to me, Ohio State fan.
1: I like, okay.
0: Iron sharpens iron.
2: Like, I appreciate, think about how many teams ESPN won't even pay attention to. For Mm -hmm. ESPN to go ahead and rig the system, which they will, against my Ohio State Buckeyes (laughs) – (laughs) is in many ways like a sign of love and respect okay love and hate are not that far apart my friend and that's what i'm embracing as an ohio state fan this is great stuff thank you
0: in the spirit of everything is edible once celebrating the poisonous hmm? buckeye nut
2: yeah So i'm
1: I'm looking for the one stupid game ohio state will lose um they will lose uh at, at penn state let's say that that's that's one of the games they would most hate to lose sure um so, I actually so, salivated when you said that. <laughs> so come playoff time when uh, they're left out for Alabama and <clears throat> and uh, Bama didn't lose to Penn State. And then, Ryan, you will say, thank there, you, ESPN. I'll, I'll
2: say there are two eyes in Nittany Lions, and that's because they have focus, and the third eye I have to look for inside myself. Mm-hmm.
0: That's good. Brutus technically has four.
1: So you will <laughs> win. Welcome your trip to the Cotton Bowl, then?
0: It's a key staple.
2: It's, Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) how... Listen, it can't all be about... It is all about gains, but what about gains of the soul? Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Join me on this journey where we descend into Ohio State Madness, but come out healthier, happier, different.
0: This is the logical progression from...
2: Overly horny an Ohio State fan. narrative.
0: Well, an, an Ohio State narrative that for us was was never going to progress any further because there are six normal Ohio State fans in the entire world, and we yeah. know all of them already. Yeah,
2: and they're great people. We love yeah, them.
0: Shout out, hello, hello Ramsey, hello Luke, hello Sarah. Hey uh, Denny, hello.
2: how's it going?
0: We we see you. We love we you. We cherish you. You. <laughs> you have been um, seen. You have yeah. been named. And and we were never going to. I I don't see. I, I'm glad that you're taking this route because otherwise we were never going to be able to move down the road, you know, towards uh, towards this next level in the in the great spiral in the <gasps> look,
2: Jesus also went 11. And one. It's okay. fine. So it's not a how, big
0: deal. OK, so you know how you walk up the, the spiral thing to attain mm-hmm. your to attain your next level? Yeah. What is that but a giant parking garage? <laughs> I'm feeling this, Ryan.
2: I'm excited to care. I apologize
0: to every Hindu listener listening because I definitely fucked that up, unless it was Shinto that I'm thinking of, in which case I also fucked it up.
2: I'm excited to care about Ohio State in a very real but also very balanced way.
0: This is really good to hear this because in preparation for this podcast, I did the exact opposite Mm -hmm. of what you did, which is I went back and reread Frank Miller's original Dark Knight Returns. (laughs) 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 I'm so feel like emotionally we're covering all the bases sure here. sure yeah yeah
2: i think it's just you know it's it's just we got to change the vibes around being an ohio state fan we got to make oh. it a more a more positive experience and i'm gonna do that
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: folks said, this is this is a, as
1: ambitious as italy attempting <laughs> as domino's attempting to conquer italy which I th- I, so this is, I, actually it's revenge because again it's Midwest versus Italians.
2: Uh-huh. That's right. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. I'm excited. I love this. I'll definitely keep this bit up. That's the important thing. <laughs> um Yeah, when we... you
1: you you do this kind of thing like once a year. Yeah. And and um, it's 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 always a good idea. Right. And then it feels like um. Your social media followers care more about it than you do. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, you yeah, will yeah. be reminded about That's this fine. several times per we saturday. We have no
0: experience with this phenomenon whatsoever. <laughs>
2: That's fine. I'm excited about it. Um, I do. I do. In the spirit of like embracing a more vibes based approach to the Buckeyes, I was wondering if we could maybe. Look at the Big Ten this year from a pure vibes check perspective.
0: Ryan, this is the Big Ten preview. Yeah. Well, all right.
2: Yeah. So, so like when when you all look at the Big Ten, who are, like vibes wise, who are you feeling? Who are you not feeling?
1: <laughs> I think USC's vibes are pretty <laughs> good. Not really football wise, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, football wise, kinda. Mm-hmm. But like everyone expects them to be really good, so the vibes are therefore bad. But
2: okay. Okay.
1: Um, let's see. We're Michi- just. To, I mi- want to be mi-
2: clear. We're stalling at this point because we have a guest who's supposed to be here, and he's. I know. Right. I was waiting our, for him our, to like
0: pop in at that precise. <laughs> moment. I know. I know. Our big, I was our big ten. In so you know, if has, he really learned from you, like he claims he has learned from you, he would have been here for ten minutes already, just listening. Wait oh, until
1: y'all learn how big ten it is. The um the trip that he is in the middle of. It's. I Ooh, think it's okay. the most big. Ten I saw. Trips.
2: I saw a tweet about it, and I agree.
1: Um I'm so in just looking for all kinds through, of surprises today. Michigan's vibes are probably not as good as they should be considering how uh, great almost all of their previous season went. Okay. Um but I think by Michigan standards the vibes are excellent. Right? Like okay. Mich- Michigan's vibes are usually deplorable but um <laughs> <laughs> totally completely intolerable. Yeah. Um but they have enough recent good memories that I think they're Better than usual. I'd I th- say.
2: I think that's right. I think those vibes are bolstered by they open with four home games, Colorado State, Hawaii, Yukon, and Maryland. Jesus. And if if there is if anything if this is one of those where it's like the vibes are off enough that they they not only do they have to go four and O, that part is obvious in that opening stretch. None of those games can be close. Like, if the Colorado State game is close, if the Maryland game is close, like that that will immediately become the focal point where two months later, when they lose to Nebraska, Michigan State, pick pick a team. Uh-huh. Somebody Somebody on MGO blog most likely will be like, I told you week three when we were tied at the half against Yukon that the fundamental problem with this team was blah 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 blah. So like if you're Michigan, you can't give you can't give your your most online posters early ammunition in that month. It needs to be all clean. It needs to look really good. Yeah. Which means one of those games is gonna be tied at the half.
0: Well, it's entirely it, sensible, it, which means it, they're going to fuck it up.
2: It's either that or it's the other version of this where you see Michigan come out and it's like, holy shit, Michigan hasn't allowed a first down in
0: three weeks.
2: They're the greatest defense God <laughs> yeah. ever constructed. This is it. This is and, it. And, and, oh, then, man. and then they end up with three losses. You're like, what the fuck happened,
1: dude? This is the archetypical Michigan season because we've seen this like four times, and the entire time Michigan fans are like, stop saying we're good. It's stop like, it. Stop it. Like, but they can't yeah. do that shit this time right. because last year they were yes. actually good. We were good. there. Yes. We yes. saw. Yes.
2: Like most Michigan seasons are like a Power Rangers episode where like for the first 15 minutes you're like, God damn, this thing is powerful. I just, oh wait, it lost. Oh wait, it got punched right in the dick, and it's dead now. Oh. <laughs>
1: Yeah, la- la- last su- last Michigan's previous season was such a um, a reworking of the thing that every Michigan fan is afraid mm-hmm. of, mm-hmm. and and it was to such a degree that I, I we were like walking around Ann Arbor like, what are they so worried about? You know, yeah. <laughs> like <it's, laughs> you're you're clearly as good as the other team. Like you're up by three touchdowns. What are you so worried about? You know. Um, but, uh, Speaking folks, of we are now joined by a man who is never worried about anything. That is Alex Kirshner of Split Zone Duo. Hey, buddy, how you doing?
3: I'm great. How are you? Do we all hear me?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir Sounds tremendous. Um, Fantastic. You are, you are currently touring the battlefields of Pennsylvania. Do I have that right? What?
3: I actually just, I just returned from a lovely, well, you know, lovely insofar as it was deeply powerful and reflective A day.
2: ponderous. Yeah. A ponderous
3: day. Yeah. At, uh, at the, the, the Gettysburg battlefield. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Hey, that's some Big Ten shit. <laughs>
2: um, that's a good on-ramp for me. And you too. did this for
0: fun in the summer.
3: Well, I took a 12-year-old there ah, who, okay. who Ooh, was very that's even interested more- in history.
0: Just see how big one. tenor of you, just grabbed yeah. one and said, "It's time
1: to learn." Yep. So yep. Learn. Didn't know.
3: Him. Just kind of just <laughs> just just asked him, asked him on the on the street if he'd want to go and if <laughs> you his parents would mind. To
1: go see hundreds of thousands <laughs> of dead bodies.
0: Welcome to Alex on the spot.
2: <laughs> um, Alex, it's a good place for me to uh, onboard you hard here. Um, what are the Alex. vibes about Penn State football this year in your in your mind? Where are we at? I know we I know like almost all of the talk. Or at least all the thoughts I have had about Penn State are vis-a-vis they're going to fuck up Auburn and it's going to be funny. But like that doesn't really say much about Penn State themselves. That's more of an Auburn-centric statement. So what's what's the vibe check with the with the Lions? Uh,
3: kind of a hostage situation where everyone's (laughs) everyone's fine with it and everyone's happy. Uh, That being that that James Franklin. It's the ideal hostage situation. James Franklin has developed a situation at Penn State where he is now pretty much the boss of the university. Uh, they can never, ever fire him and are just going to have to keep extending him for very lucrative amounts every approximately two off-seasons. Uh, he is the king of this arc. Has he Kirk
2: ferentz his way into that he, job?
0: He Does he have a son?
3: The, the, yeah, I was going to say the only difference is that I don't know that James Franklin has used Penn State as... You know, a job security apparatus for his children. I think that right. his kids are younger than Brian Ferentz, so maybe give him time. I want to
0: say he has a volleyball daughter.
1: Yeah, I think he has a couple.
3: I've daughters.
0: dropped a. F- I've dropped a photo. Oh man, James Franklin with hashtag Girl Dad Powers. I've dropped a photo into the chat that I feel represents this. Okay.
3: Yeah, I agree. Look at I that, agree. It's James strength. Franklin meditating while holding a football. Oh, but man. um, I don't know. I think the vibe is that James Franklin kind of is like basically in charge of the school now, but. Uh, that they could be pretty good this year. Uh,
2: what does that usually mean? What does that mean?
3: Like nine-ish wins? Like you, you maybe ten? You are God, competitive he has Iowa with Penn the State. hell out of this, bro. God
2: the
0: damn, it. Yeah. the Niners. Oof.
3: Yeah, um, I I do think that he's kind of dined out. For, like I, everyone kind of assumes going into every year now that Penn State Ohio State is going to be like one of the great games on the Big Ten schedule, but. If not for one blocked field goal that got returned a very long way in 2016, which is no longer recent, maybe we wouldn't feel that way. I don't know. Ohio State's won the last five and has won them most of the time by, a, I think, the last three by by two scores. Nope, there was one one-score one game in there. Uh, so I don't know. It'll be interesting because like, that's all that's left for Penn State, right, is to like show that you can consistently be – the top possible foil to Ohio State and Michigan has kind of surpassed them in that department over the last year. That is a very uh, so that is a very goal.
2: bold claim for a team that is coming off a four and five COVID year. Which fine, we can write that off and say that was weird. But they went seven and six last year. All that is left is to become the. No, the- I, I, what
3: I mean is what I mean is all that is all that could reasonably be be wanted, right? The highest attainable
1: goal. The ceiling, you're right. talking about the ceiling, right. I, see. I see, Right. Right.
3: Right, um, I do think that they could be, they could deliver a very bad day to Brian Harson. That's definitely possible. Right. Uh, it, but it's, I don't know, it seems like it could be a pretty typical Penn State. Sean Clifford is still Penn State's quarterback, still. And very much not unionized, by the way. Uh, <laughs> we, <laughs> <laughs> that was that was something that looked like it might come up, and uh, you know, Sean Sean wanted to be very clear that that has not happened.
2: I want to throw one one slight curveball out here that I think could undermine the arc you have set up. Will Levis wins the Heisman at Kentucky. Don't like threaten what me with is, a good time. What does that do for Penn State?
3: Well, I think that Penn State's hope would be that if that happens, Penn State has a five-star quarterback who's in the program this year, mm-hmm. who could be better than Sean Clifford now. I don't really know. I mean, th- this, uh, uh, keep in mind that a true freshman quarterback is like six years younger than Sean Clifford. So maybe not, like there's a pretty large age gap. It's more of like an uncle nephew age gap uh, uh-huh. than it is like backup quarterback, <laughs> starting quarterback. Uh-huh. But they have a quarterback, same Drew Alar, who is like a true five star, five stars, five star. And I think that if Will Levis wins the Heisman at Kentucky, then you have to see a, a an aggressive PR campaign from Penn State uh, to get this young man on the field. Like, Wait. if Will Levis is having a Heisman season, then yeah. it doesn't even matter what Penn State's doing. Then this is, kid's playing.
2: Is Penn State bold enough to just be like, yeah, we built we build Heisman winners yeah. here. Is, yeah. that, is that the play? Did this this Penn PR
3: State they do that? They, they, they,
1: the, Penn State did the meme that was like, every Super Bowl has had a yes. Nittany Lion, except for the 11 Super Bowls <laughs> that didn't do, <laughs> the, do this. <laughs>
2: Yeah, that remains I think the greatest marketing graphic, uh, well, not mlk day edition.
1: It's right up there with, like, George's strength coach ca- claiming credit for Julio Jones' NFL success. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
3: I think that Ohio State was into this a lot when Joe Burrow was winning the Heisman and yeah. being the first pick of the draft. But they unfortunately got spared by the fact that Joe Burrow multiple times was like, Yeah, I'm still a Buckeye. Like, I love Ohio State. I'm an Ohio boy. Sure. Like, if Joe Burrow would have chosen to throw a shoulder into Ohio State there, it would have absolutely worked. But he didn't. So, Ohio State kind of got the grace of of Joe Burrow there.
1: Which probably ended up turning out fine for him, considering Mm. he ended up in Ohio. Yeah. Um,
3: This is a great point.
2: Holly, who who has the worst vibes in the Big Ten, in your opinion?
0: Can I... Can I not answer your question? Yes, absolutely. Would, okay. I, yeah, this is a new phenomenon that we've never seen before on the show. Folks, brace yourselves. I.
2: We're, we're, this is called pulling a Spencer. Please, go ahead.
0: No, listen. <laughs> I I have an answer to your question, but yeah. I don't think it's quite in the way that you intended. That's okay. Um, there's a team that I feel should have uh, absolutely terrible vibes and... They, year upon year, retain just the most relentless and buoyant set of vibes regardless. Okay. And I think that's fascinating. And that team is Wisconsin. Like, they're... The, the difference... The, the thing that I want to talk about, like, the delta between where they seem to go into each season, just in terms of, like, joie de vivre, mm-hmm. and what expectations landed them the year before is so high and that's just kind of fascinating to me and I I wanted to make sure that we talked about that today so I'm sorry for swerving you but they were right at the tip of my brain no
2: no I think I think that's a good answer Um, because I feel like they
0: should have just grim god-awful vibes and I'm so glad that they don't because I Wisconsin is one of my favorite places to watch a game, and I am glad that they enter each season just as upbeat as can be. What what
1: is it about them that should lead to bad vibes?
0: The football? a a, quarterback? They win win 10 games a year. That's the thing. It's such a football. Well, but right. It's such a football-saturated culture, and yet look around the rest of the country where this level of wins Uh, get your coach fired like Wisconsin is bizarrely emotionally healthy for being a Big Ten team that uh, keeps uh, keeps in the modern era just short of winning the big one and I think that's fascinating so I I think in the
2: Paul Crist era the shift that has happened with Wisconsin is by and large and maybe like 2017 is an exception to this so we'll take that out but every other year under paul christ wisconsin even when it's winning never lays false hope they never do enough or they never look so so well-rounded that you're like oh this could this could be a playoff team it's Mm -hmm. like nope this is exact this is you know exactly what you're getting and that i agree with holly that that should lead to bad vibes because it's like there is very clearly a rung or two that Wisconsin is not climbing, but I think everybody's okay with that.
0: And we've, no. and we've heard specifics in the past during coaching changes about what those rungs are, you yes. know, specifically regarding uh, things like admission standards. And even, and you know, there was always, always the looming specter of the Barry Alvarez of it all. Mm-hmm. And even that to my, I, I know a ton of Wisconsin fans, and even that, to my knowledge, like I, I wish I could live like these people. Emotionally, I wish I could live, I mean, physically, I wish I could live like these people. Wisconsin's a great state. You, I've, I've been to, Wisconsin is, a, is probably the number one road trip destination I will always recommend for people year in and year out because I have been to a game there in August, and I have been to a game there at the tail ass end of November, and both times were absolutely brilliant.
1: I agree that they are good about knowing that they are as good as they can possibly be, right? Like over the last um, couple decades, they've had uh, one, two, three, four, five, six top 10 appearances, which is nuts mm-hmm. for a school in their location in the modern era. And it doesn't and, like, seem to have
0: made them insane.
1: Well, like, I, I, I agree with your point that they are good about realizing that they shouldn't be any better than that. Like, I, I don't know if I've ever seen a Wisconsin fan say, oh, they're, you know, as soon as they let us in the playoff, we're going to win it. Right. Uh-huh. Well, you're completely fine with not being in the playoff, right? Yeah. Like, they, they love the narrative of we take two stars and turn them into five stars. They do not like going against guys who were already five stars. Right. I think the a- thing is that I would like to see uh, this mindset if they were actually bad for multiple years in a row ever. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> that hasn't been the case since 1992. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's,
2: I, so, and like, I,
1: think I, would, I would like to see how this serenity holds up during some yeah, nine years. Yeah,
2: we, we are talking about a team that is in the middle of a 20-year bowl streak. Mm. So, yeah, I, I guess that's fair, is that the, the the temperament of the Wisconsin fan has never been, like, aggressively stress-tested in the way you are saying.
0: Mm. But it's there – I just – I still feel – and I agree with you. I just still feel like it's remarkable that, you know – they are, uh, Wisconsin fans, please don't hate me for this. It, Ohio State has never been bad, you know, never. Sure. And Wisconsin is a, uh, man, I don't want to say like a dollar store version of that, but like a target version of Ohio State's never been better. Like, you know, they, they have a level of consistency. It's just that they're floating a little, a little down closer to the waterline. And they just, they just seem like such happy people. Well, it's and, it's, I'm just, and that's completely foreign to me. To draw and the comparison,
2: to draw the comparison that inevitably gets drawn with Wisconsin, they are if Nebraska wasn't crazy. Yeah. Yes, like, <laughs> like this is and like, you not know that we wish that, that because we like Nebraska
0: just the way you are.
2: But Paul Christ is living an aggressively Bo Pellini experience at Wisconsin, where it's like we're gonna lose three or four games a year. And that's like where, whereas at Nebraska, that's a big problem. Yeah. Not now at this point that might be (laughs) like, we'll fucking take it. But like, yeah, I, I, I think the best distillation of this is the Gary Anderson transition Mm. where that experiment, like, it's not even that the record was very bad, but it was obviously acrimonious and how the whole thing crumbled after, you know, two long periods of having a lot of stability at that position, Mm -hmm. but that they were just like, that's fine. We don't need to like get out over our skis and run a fucking crazy coaching search that will make everybody mad and like try to get Mike Gundy. And then Mike Gundy says he doesn't want like, they were just like, (laughs) it's fine. We'll just bring in Paul Chris. And it's been very smooth since then they avoid Wisconsin avoids a lot of the unnecessary bullshit drama Mm -hmm. That a lot of other teams get wrapped up in. I Which is even more
0: th- remarkable given that they have a long-term, notoriously meddling uh, figurehead of the program in sure. Alvarez.
1: sure. I think there are two big differences between Wisconsin and Pelini era Nebraska. One being Wisconsin. Yes, they lose a n- the same number of games in a lot of years, mm. but they win divisions and win bowl games. They sure. go home happy and they beat yes. their rivals. They pick yes. a rival they can beat. You can yep. beat Minnesota yep. nine out of ten games, which actually you, you beat them more than that usually. <laughs> Whereas <laughs> Nebraska, you you're, your your rival your rival is Oklahoma. What the fuck is wrong with right. you? Right, right. Why'd or you do that? They,
0: and the or, good things that happen to them seem to make them happy in and of themselves rather than wetting their appetite for whatever the next level up is.
2: Well, and like Wisconsin doesn't end its year playing Iowa. And Nebraska (laughs) And like that's a thing you should never do. Black
1: Friday in Iowa. (laughs) You
2: should never like that that is the thing that I think Nebraska should undo in its Big Ten time is like it's fine if we play Iowa every year, don't make it the last like Iowa can't be the last course of dinner. But
0: that this, can't this be the game, thing you leave last the game could be tasting grim. this last game could be grim too but it's not like i've i've been to the paul bunyan game sure when it was 12 degrees outside it was yes. marvelous yes. how do you do that yeah um thank you betty
2: you yeah. also
1: have wisconsin fans are committed to getting extremely drunk regardless of what happens whereas yeah. a nebraska fan you might be That's more true. of a retaliatory drunk whereas wisconsin <laughs> all, wisconsin fans you are already drunk before the game right. ends
0: Right. Uh, I love the idea of Nebraska fans being like, I'll show you body and just cracking. <laughs>
1: yeah. So I think um, the question of worst vibes in the Big Ten, come on buddy, it's Nebraska.
0: I won't
2: cut off my <laughs> nose. Is that is yeah. all right, well that's what I was gonna ask ask Alex. Especially Alex, who, after last year. Who has the worst vibes in the Big Ten?
3: The worst vibes in the Big Ten.
0: Yeah.
2: Right now at this point in time. Yeah. Like obviously you can do a broader search into this.
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh it's a bit self-hating, but... I mean, it will be Maryland. It will be... Give it to wait, Big
0: wait, St- wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. We said the Big Ten.
3: Oh, that's a good point. That's
1: a good well, point. Well, I think both of them yeah. are now uh, pinst- pinstripe bowl conferences, so... Okay. Mm, okay. That's okay. right. This is okay. true.
3: Uh, so Big I, I Ten guess,
0: Extreme Student Maryland.
3: I, I think that I would... I would maybe contend that the worst vibes relative to expectation. Because I think yeah. the worst vibe is easy. It's just like it's Illinois, right? Like that's that's <laughs> probably the worst vibe. Um, The worst. I think vibe Illinois has like,
2: great vibes, but please go ahead. That's oh, great, I great can't wait for you to unpack YouTube, that. No, no, no. It's. I think it's, I think
3: that the Nebraska vibe is the toughest uh, because of the purgatory of your own making mm. and the fact that if Nebraska somehow puts together an absolute dream season and let's say finishes seventh and wins a Rose Bowl then Nebraska fans are not going to be satisfied with that even though that itself was completely out of reach
2: no that should uh, be a, that should be a stop yeah. not the destination right
3: whereas Wisconsin is kind of like in the in that same zone where maybe a Utah is where like you know if Utah had beaten Ohio State last year they'd have been the only team other than the eventual eventual national champion that ended the year happy at least among like P5 upper upper crest right, programs. Right. If Wisconsin wins a Rose Bowl, but is not a national title contender, they're thrilled. Um, I think that there's, you know, a lot of Nebraska fans, a lot of them. Not all of them. I think some of them have adjusted their expectations, but there's a significant number who if Nebraska could put together its dream, you know, even something that's out of not even a dream, but if they could put together a year like that, um, and go to the Rose Bowl in a year when it's not a playoff bowl and win it, uh, You'd be looking for the next rung on a ladder that you probably can't climb.
1: I guess we won't fire him now. Let's see what he can. The real <laughs> right, work right. begins. This is right. probably like younger Nebraska fans would be like, "Oh my god, we won something." Whereas older Nebraska fans are like, if "Rose Bowl is beneath us. We should."
3: <laughs> yeah. Also, by the way, the Ohio State vibe, the Ohio State vibe. If you know, in a year when they lose more than zero games is yeah. pretty rough as well. Yeah. Um, now, Alex, I'm you, not you sure missed, that I would like to this. be in that glass golden cage. Ryan is making cage. It his
1: personal mission to change this.
2: Ryan. Yeah, I'm I'm this year I've decided to be the world's most emotionally balanced Ohio State fan. So Okay, the, good. Those losses those losses are just a, lactic acid for the soul and that's how we build the, those <laughs> muscles,
0: baby.
3: a lot of competition. Schedule.
0: Here's the episode title. Thank you, Ryan.
1: <laughs> this sets up to be the typical Maryland year where you start you're going to start two and you oh, you got Buffalo and Charlotte. SMU could be could be tough. But uh, but three and zero seems pretty likely. Um, I hope we get uh, Maryland number 25, always Maryland. has
2: the most EA generated schedules <laughs> possible, man. Where it's like, who the don't fuck sh- picked these? What? Buffalo yeah. and Charlotte's Charlotte, a road yeah. game. Buffalo and yeah. Charlotte? Yeah. And what? what is Charlotte is a road game.
1: They're playing who Buffalo Shal- Charlotte and Dallas. This is like um, a '90s <laughs> knockoff video game with no yes. real teams. And then Q- back to back, they got Michigan and Michigan State. And You've injured oh, oh,
2: QB Bills.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know the, what? This the
2: is, this is like
0: a text-based game. You have selected Dallas. <laughs> the
3: this arc a of a Maryland strategy game. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, I can already see it. Yeah. It's start three and Uh Talia Tango will be at 1600 yards passing through those three games. Uh, the first ACL tear to one of Maryland's future <laughs> NFL wide receivers probably comes around week four. Uh, Michigan wins that week 49-7 to seven. Uh, but then you beat Rutgers also this is the nice thing we play Rutgers in the last week of every regular That's season nice. yes. so that is our bowl eligibility game yes. every year so you get to end on a nice note Indiana is usually later on the schedule as well uh, appears to be this around year, the midway point this year point they're in this the middle year. yeah yeah um, I don't know. I hope it goes well. I hope that none of our great receivers get hurt this year. But I know nothing different than that. Why are going so? Why are the decade. vibes so?
2: meaningfully worse this year than in past? Or are they? Or is it just Maryland's bad vibes? Uh,
3: you know what was that? That saying like the uh, the soft bigotry of low expectations or something like that.
0: <laughs> Maryland yeah. loves soft bigotry.
3: <laughs> it was like no child left behind or something like this. One of the Bush administration <laughs> yes, things.
0: Sure.
2: Uh,
3: Maryland has has I think. Uh, gone to the other end of the spectrum, and uh, we're we're feeling some expectations in College Park this year. How? Um, as if I d- I don't know. I don't so if I th- we were actually. I
0: think the Culver's game. This would be Udvar Hazy. I-,
3: I think the answer is uh, that Maryland has two future NFL receivers, which mm-hmm. okay. is a lot. I, I was going to say again.
0: This is, count them again in October. This so is all. So this, is all this is yeah. all. This is all cruton.
2: It's all cruton. It's us. it's because it's because okay.
3: Loxley. Uh, can recruit a bit and, you know, can scheme a bit, at least well, when he has the best talented offense in the country. Uh, he well, can certainly well, scheme.
2: Maryland has basically, for 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 the listeners who don't follow Cruton, and I don't, but it, the narrative is roughly, and correct me if I'm wrong, Alex, that Maryland jumped from being a, like, ah, eh, we're in the, like, 40s and 50s to the, like, we're in the 20s of the recruiting rankings.
3: Yeah, Maryland is, I think their recruiting is, Going good, which for them is like fringy top twenty-five yeah, yeah. talent base. So it's yeah, like it's like it's
2: jumped meaningfully, but they're still Maryland, and they still have to play. Like the teams that they have to play, the teams that they're in a division with, are still mostly ahead of them. Not all of them, obviously, but like you're not. Yes, you have gotten. It is sort of like building a rocket that you're like, oh, it can go five hundred miles closer to the moon now. It's like, can it get there or not? And it's so, like, well, it's getting closer. We're I only- think
3: the vibes will get grim. Yeah, the vibes okay. will get grim for that reason because yeah, we don't good. have enough depth. Recruiting
1: funny. So, like, their average recruiting class in the ratings era is 33rd. Mm. Their average finish um, in the last three years they have a 31st and a 34th. There was one 18th. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. <all laughs> Alex is based on the one. Slightly above average class.
0: Alex, God forbid me for, you know, strike me down for expressing genuine curiosity about Maryland football recruiting in August. But what was there? Did they, was this a shift in strategy? Was it geography? Was it personnel change? What has led to this Cruton uptick? Is there, is there anything specific you can point to?
3: Uh, I think that it helps to be a few years removed from the dumpster fire of DJ Durkin. Uh, yep. Gig'em, by the way. Congrats to Jimbo Fisher on <laughs> landing that big fish. God, he
0: sure can't pick his um, personnel. But you
3: know, I mean that that definitely, as it deservedly did, cratered their recruiting operation for a year or two. Made it really hard to get players in. Uh, and the fact that you have a you wait, know, you're telling a, me the well-tuned of of ran- now?
2: the well Randy Edsel machine came to a grinding halt.
3: Can't believe it. Really, <laughs> you can't believe it. I mean, it's hard to believe that with with a, a run of Edsel to Durkin. That the talent base <laughs>
1: good God. wasn't as,
3: as good as it could have been. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think that maybe the meaningful adjustment has just been that Loxley has had a few years uh, to, uh, quote ca- all capital letters here, get his guys in there, uh, and has also, in a portal era, been able to call up some old friends who became tight with Mike Loxley when he was coaching at better jobs than Maryland, and he's gotten them to come to Maryland. Talia being the main example uh, jacob copeland is an example the receiver from florida who famously if you will remember on signing day jason you'll remember this was the player who picked a florida hat and then like his mother was standing behind him just like furious on the live <laughs> broadcast that he had picked florida um so yeah we got him sorry ryan he's, he's with us he's That's with us fine. now
2: That's fine. Yeah. Never um, so you know it's just r- it's
3: it's recruiting. It's transfer portaling. Uh, not listen, reinventing the wheel.
2: Listen, but for in-state tuition, I'm sure my parents wouldn't have been very happy that I picked Florida either, so I get it.
1: Um, chomp chomp. Yeah. Who has the most um, mediocre vibes in the Big Ten? Who has the most Big Ten vibes in the Big
2: um, Ten? I will, I will go ahead and I'll offer up Minnesota for this. Mm.
3: Can I pick Missouri?
2: Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, you yes, can. Thank, thank you. Thank you, thank Win- you for winters, bringing that winters
1: up. Winter's bone, Missouri.
2: Um, I think Minnesota feels like is coming to, not necessarily the end, but an inflection point of <laughs> of, wow. of, of, of the boat rowing
3: experience. Wow.
2: Inflection, you say? It, where it's sort of I, that was totally unintentional. I
0: swear. sorry, but no, like, yeah, but he heard it and he's going to use it. He has.
2: Like
1: what is Hashtag inflection?
2: What is the high point? What has the high point been for PJ Fleck at this point? Oh, you know Minnesota? what it's been?
3: It's not good because the the high point the was the year that story. ended with them losing so. to Wisconsin mm-hmm. with their best shot in years to do something. Sure, they lost that. Well, it was like it was 2019. They lost the Bunyan game.
1: Yeah, they got a contract extension out of it. So.
2: 2019 Minnesota goes 11 and two, finishes top ten. And wins an Outback Bowl. I want to say that was an Auburn Outback Bowl. That feels spiritually yep. right. It was. Most of them are. It was. <laughs> it's either Auburn or Florida. You can flip a coin, and you're probably going to be right. Um, and that year is fine. Like, but but like that can't. I don't know. I just it feels like Minnesota is. That that was sort of the the red herring, that does not feel like it's going to come back for Minnesota. And I my very rough sense of it is that like that bank account is starting to draw down in ways that are not necessarily going to be good. Am I am I over I reading that?
3: No, I agree. I think that you can. I think that you can think that without even like giving complete credence to, like, all of the shit that people who have been in his program have Mm -hmm. been willing to talk publicly about him. Um, He's obviously an if-you-like-him-you-love-him-and-if-you-don't-you-really-don't guy. But, like, whether it's... Whether, like, the former players or Jerry Kill or whoever is right that this guy's a menace or not, and I don't need to weigh in on that, he's just a lot, you know? And it's like, at some point... At some point, the match kind of lights all the way down to your finger and it's just time.
2: It works... It's the kind of thing where, when it's working, it really works.
3: Yeah, it's sort of—it's
2: yeah. what I imagine it must have been like to be part of a doomsday cult in the 19th century, where you're sort of like, Ooh. when the end of the world is coming and the charismatic preacher is is doing his char- charisma thing, it's a lot of fun, and you're like, "Yep, here's more money. I'm buying more spot, more acreage in heaven. This is awesome," and then you get. To like mid-November and the end of the world comes and goes and nothing happens. And you're just sort of like, oh, this is not fun. P.J. Fleck is, is a
1: Millerite. Me. <laughs> <laughs> the Miller, like, Millerite meets Miller Lite. That's the Minnesota football experience. Wow. Like
2: I'm looking at the 2019 year. This Minnesota team, which had a great year and I'm not trying to say they didn't. But the first four wins on the schedule are all by one score over South Dakota State, Fresno State, Georgia Southern, and Notre oh, right. <laughs> Like this was this was. I not, call that efficiency. This was not uh, that far from being a four or five loss team. They're preserving their, months, their
1: calories for winter. Now I remember we spent months saying you fucking morons why the schedule like this. <laughs> so I feel like this explains Wisconsin. Right? Okay, counter. Cal- yeah. P- okay, P- just- P.J. Fleck being a whole lot and. In- do, doing all that shit and winning that many games, mm-hmm. whereas Wisconsin does way less shit but wins <laughs> more games. <laughs> <laughs> work, work smarter, not harder. Wisconsin does the least but wins the most. <laughs> sure.
0: All right, devil's advocate for, for absolutely no reason other than I think this is funny. Do we not have to give them a tiny bit of credit for scheduling that season like absolute fucking morons and coming out of it alive? Sure. Sure, yes, you That, that is not Always. what we. That is you not what should have happened. That's
2: fine. It's it was like watching somebody make all the wrong moves. In itself, is very Fleck women.
0: also? Yes, yes.
2: Yeah. Um, and this year they open with New Mexico State, Western Illinois, and Colorado. So also like, they
1: learned. That's Illinois. more like Jerry <laughs> kills New Mexico State.
2: <laughs> That's right. Oh. That's right. Who apparently hates PJ Fleck?
3: Hates. Um. Him. In a way what that is, he, is like unusual for for someone to be so public about it. But Usually, I don't
2: know, why is that? Because he, P.J. Fleck didn't take Jerry Kill's job, no, and Tracy I, he, Clay's didn't lose his job because of P.J. Fle- so like, no, it's fuck? just
3: honestly, I think Jerry might not be might not be a very sympathetic figure because you know why Tracy Clay's got fired? Yes, was because he was in mm-hmm. way, he was way too hot coming in to support players who had been accused of I forget what wrongdoing, but. Mm. Sexual violence.
0: Yeah, It's a difficult dance to do with Jerry because of his, his health issues, but yeah. he is, he is not, he is not a sunshine and roses figure in all of this.
2: Okay.
3: It's just unusual because usually if a coach has beef with one of his successors, he won't like. Say it into a microphone several times. Not, like while, not
2: while he's active. This is much right. more of a retired. Not while he's
3: active. Yeah, like he'll, yeah. he'll like leak it. He'll he'll bitch about it. You know, sitting around. He'll, he'll, he'll give friend. like a
2: real shitty no comment or something. Yeah,
3: yeah, but I mean, it seems like Seattle men just, just bring this
0: out guy. in people. Yeah,
3: yeah. I would argue that
0: could,
1: that could be, be the case. one of those.
2: So yeah, I think Minnesota has the most meh vibes. Jason, who would you pick for that spot?
1: Iowa. <laughs> Always, I got yeah. I Whereas Minnesota, agree there. I, maybe it averages out at math vibes, mm-hmm. but the vibes are going to be real good, and they're going to be sure, real bad. Sure. Iowa, don't get too high, don't get too low. At every single year, we know who you are. Actually, th- there's the one year every like five where their schedule breaks just right, and they end up, you know, they're ranked number six, and and and, and then it's. The national media is refusing to take seriously our number six ranking, and, and, and come on, we know why. Yeah. We know why we're not. Uh, taking
3: I think Iowa added one transfer, and has the same total backs back.
1: <laughs> one total. Yeah,
3: uh, and Brian Ferentz is back again. Uh, yeah, with more, more responsibilities. More yeah. responsibilities
1: now. It's
3: yeah.
2: important. It's important to remember that at one point last year, Iowa was ranked number two.
1: Yeah, it happens every few years. It's a world we live in. And it's always just like a schedule fluke where they haven't played anybody tough yet, and it it'll correct itself. <laughs> 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 Give it time.
3: <laughs> Speaking of people who, who own their athletic departments, you are actually James Franklin will never be will never be Kirk Ferentz. No one can ever do it the way that Kirk Ferentz does it.
2: Uh, that's probably true. God, he's been there so fucking long
1: He's so fucking rich
2: So fucking long He's made remember, so much
1: money off the labor Remember back in the and... winter
3: When he Like took apart or disbanded or whatever The like diversity group that they mm-hmm. put together Yes, and because then it was done Iowa, It was solved. Iowa, Right, and, and like, Iowa like, got really yeah. mad He was like, we're gonna bring it back in a different format or whatever Like it's actually mm. not fair at all to say that we disbanded it yeah. And then a couple months later They're like, oh actually we're just we're just done with that
1: We're diverse now
0: we didn't. We fix, but we the, fix point fix
3: diver- the point is, he We're can do that. The point is, he can do that. We
0: have some players from uh, d- d- Montana.
3: <laughs> also, also <laughs> Brian reports to Gary Barda, not to Kirk. So it's yeah, actually Gary not Barda, no, It's fine. In, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And Gary Barda, totally of course, fine. is
3: is mm-hmm. a, absolutely Holly. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. a he's a mm-hmm. savant of mm-hmm. HR and Cheers. you know best practices. Yeah. Oh,
0: it's Go just. Hawks. It's just like. Everybody to, we're talking about football are you happy? You see how much fun that is? To put it in perspective,
2: <laughs> Kirk Ferentz's first year in the in, at Iowa was the same year Ron Dane won the Heisman and Florida State beat Virginia Tech in the National Championship. That's how long it's been that Florida State and fucking Virginia Tech played in a National Championship game.
1: Alex was 1 year old. <laughs> Spencer was 37. <laughs> Spencer, was, Spencer got his pension that year from U.S. school. Spencer was welcoming in his his grandson. His first to the world.
2: Um, Holly, who has the most air vibes for you in the Big Ten?
0: Oh man, list of Big Ten. <laughs> a lot <fusions>. of. <laughs> oh, most uh, Michigan State. Really, mm, that's a good one. Okay, I, okay. It's, I can't. I'm not sure. I'm not sure "eh" is the word, but okay. You're gonna, get, well. you're gonna get tweets about that. Oh no! Someone,
3: someone hasn't bought an NF Tuck. <laughs>
0: Alex, is that real? Is that real?
3: That that sure is. I guess someone someone's a bear on this market.
0: I'm revising my my opinion downwards from eh. The most eh vibes in the Big Ten are belong to Purdue now. I thought this team was supposed to be fun. What happened? What are y'all doing? Is there
2: a fan base less crypto adjacent than Michigan (laughs) fucking state? NFTs, (laughs) Is NFTs, kind of <laughs>
0: nice fucking trucks.
2: <laughs> God dang! No fucking turnips. Nice Every firm, firm titties.
0: <laughs> I gotta say, everything I have learned today in terms of big ten football news has been against my will and something I wish I did not know. November family trip. <laughs> oh, <my God>. <sighs> <sighs> why? November face turn. <laughs>
2: I feel. I feel like no when, fun, thanks. I feel like when we write the Dutch tulip story of NFTs, <laughs> this NF tuck needs to be its own chapter. <laughs> I feel like, and then the market turned. Thanks how did I? NF how t-
0: did I miss this? When did this happen? I'm I'm on the road
1: also. When did this happen?
0: This was like a week ago. I want to say. Okay.
2: So
1: like yet. months yeah, after crypto evaporated, right? And like yeah, right. Was exposed as the scam we all knew it was.
2: Yeah, like yeah. like
1: crypto is like at like bottomed out, and now Michigan State is getting in on it.
2: Yeah, buy
3: low, yeah, that's just that's just buying the dip.
2: <laughs> you can get Tuck Coin.
1: This is there's like getting in on fucking beanie babies right one of, now.
2: <laughs> one of these is called. There's one called Tuck's Shoe NFT, an artistic and 3D rendered version of one of Coach Tuck's upcoming on-field shoes. Okay I,
0: we, Okay, listen For for sale For, for sale Baby shoes Worn incessantly worn Never to be worn Never worn. can be worn <laughs> Yeah Okay Digitally worn I We we had a lot of respect For Mel Tucker Around here for a while Because he was the dude Who wore shorts On the yeah. sideline Coach Tuck Makes him Those sound Those could be yours at, Coach Tuck Digitally. makes him sound adorable in ways that I'm sure... It makes him sound like a cartoon bear. Oh, Coach, and, Coach
2: Tuck sounds to me like a comedy that was very popular in 1992, and now
0: you're like, oh, that's wildly transphobic. Yeah. That's Coach not okay. Tu- oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, I got yeah. there. Yeah. Okay, like Tootsie. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Ace Tootsie, Ventura. Tootsie and Rudy just smashed together in one movie.
1: Basically every 80s, 90s if, that's work right. of pop that's culture. Right. That's yeah.
0: right. But, that's like... Right. I can't think of another I can't think of a more Michigan State suited name than Mel Tucker and why mm-hmm. would you want to shorten it to something that sounds like a horse that can do math? It's just
2: like how do you exp- how do you explain to like Michigan State fans like okay you have to take your cash you have <laughs> first, to convert it to this virtual you go, currency. You go on the
1: computer <laughs> and then you get a pretend shoe
2: that lives in your computer. So, uh, and, and this is what's going to help recruiting.
1: This is, you're telling me this <coughs> this this is this is bad for Michigan if I do this. Jim Harbaugh will be upset if I all do right, this. All right. I'll Hold fucking on. do it.
2: Hold on. Now I want to make sure that The
0: first oh, you know, I think I found the key. The first major college football coach uh, to be involved in an NFT campaign. Man, you never want to be first at these things. Better than I, being last. I, okay, sorry. I, I, found, I found the sadder one. I found the sadder one. The bowl championship ring NFT is also an option. Yeah. Y'all. Yeah. For
1: uh, Oregon fans.
2: The vibes mm. on the vibes on this. Oh, no. State might be Oh no, bad.
0: I mean this is a Michigan State specific bowl champion yes. NFT oh, ring. Oh yes. I
1: get it, I get it. Yes. I, th- um, I thought it was a BC. Just thirty
0: seven of the Bowl Championship Ring NFT will be available, reflecting Michigan State's score in its victory over rival <laughs> University of Michigan as commemorated on the side of the Peach Bowl Ring.
1: And they and they
2: and they've dragged the boys and girls club of southeastern Michigan into oh, this. Oh come on! Are those which, kids not having a hard enough time? Which means when some poor retiree goes broke, he's going to barge
0: down there. Get me back my money!
1: Get me back my computer ring!
0: <laughs> hey kids, we thought you needed another challenge. I can't put my computer ring. Help! <laughs> Help!
1: I forgot how many points we scored against Michigan that one year.
3: <laughs> I think that you're being a little bit tough on. Michigan State and Mel Tucker here because there's really no way <laughs> that someone making seventy-seven million dollars or whatever it is that Mel Tucker is getting paid to have a two-year commitment to Michigan yeah. State. There's no other way for someone like that to help the Boys and Girls Club. He That's had right. to do That's this. That's simply, right. It, I mean, no do we know way. what
0: currency he's getting paid in? I hope. Is- I hope. I hope
2: he's getting paid in uh, like. Gold, where he's like, "Fuck that!" I don't even trust fiat currency. <laughs> I sleep.
0: My entire mattress is filled with gold. There is no stuffing. It makes me tougher.
1: Spark- PJ, t-
2: like, how is PJ? T- how is PJ Fleck rather not the one who's who's involved? Well, let me check. For that was my thought. Assume <laughs> PJ in, Fleck, in crypto coin.
0: scam. PJ Fleck, fiat currency. I think you're
1: going to discover he was like years early with it. Like he was he was doing bitcoin at wmu and it just mm-hmm. didn't catch on he's
0: actually already been arrested for securities fraud it just serves his time in the off season
2: uh when you google pj fleck nft you get <laughs> did you mean pj fleck nfl which is a good no. reminder that <laughs>
1: i did not. didn't
2: uh, <laughs> um, i don't think yeah. anyone means that yeah so no um pj fleck doesn't appear to be in the crypto game at least not officially through
0: crypto's images. imaginary I'm only interested in tang- I can't. I'm even only do that. interested in reality.
3: Scott the team, Rush, the wins.
0: Cryptic. All right, so let's talk about Minnesota. Tell me any more about an FD. <laughs> I can't even do a PJ
3: topic. Fleck, the national spokesman for the Forward Party.
0: Okay, I thought you were serious for a second, and too. my blood turned I to did ice. Too. My blood turned to ice in my veins. Oh my god! All right, does Andrew Yang have a college team? it's probably Columbia or you know something, you know
3: but. no Andrew Yang I don't know that he does but Richard Johnson friend of your show co-host of mine on Splits on duo interviewed Andrew Yang years ago like in our SB nation days because Andrew Yang was trying to put something about paying college athletes in his campaign platform and I remember reading the story and then I think talking about it with Richard and it was like oh boy like like this oh. this this is not a college football native he, yeah, uh, he, he sort of he, sort of guy here. He, he went a, to he Brown. just saw
1: an issue and parachuted in on it. And yeah.
2: He went right to Brown. On. He got his JD from Columbia. His parents met at Cal, so we can make him a Cal fan. Ooh, Ooh okay.
0: That that does seem yep. Let's kay. let's see. Can you fix Cal football, Andrea, yeah. then you can fix the country.
2: Sure. We'll load it up with more debt. <laughs> Cal, f- Cal football accidentally spent all its money on N.F. Tuck <laughs>
0: <laughs> <We're laughs> Fully try, leveraged
1: trying to hire State. Mel Tucker, but only we, we purchased digital Mel no Tucker. No fault lines, thanks.
3: <laughs> I think there needs to be a merger between all of the very debt ridden athletic departments Like mm-hmm. if we put my alma mater, we will Maryland, create super debt put yeah, yeah put Maryland with Cal and yeah. with like Nebraska or Washington State, I think Nebraska's doing fine. I was Washington State the bill moves that Bill Moose left in a lot of debt. Put those three together, I we could we could win the the Big you 12 beat, in a couple you years.
2: Could, you could definitely beat Texas more often.
3: Absolutely. Facts. More often than what? Maryland yeah. and Cal have both beaten Texas in right. uh, in recent times. In it so. it recent would Monday.
1: simply be more opportunities to beat that's Texas, That's right. Yeah, which it's, which it's, Maryland so. capitalizes on every every chance it gets. Now that's
0: mm-hmm. a market efficiency.
2: Mhm.
1: That's
2: why so much do you, debt why so can i step back why do you think illinois has bad vibes
0: Bielema poisoning i think they that win, i think win that's win two such games a good a year.
2: i think that's such a good fit i think it feels so right that like You're not only this
0: is the natural alma mater of dr robotnik yes yes <laughs> that but does the- make sense because he's not a very good robotician no, and neither was Dr. Robotnik Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying Right, yeah. so like huh. I
2: I feel like this is more Where Illinois should be
1: Their last game their last season, Folks, you can reach Ryan at 38 than, Godfrey <laughs> their, Do you know their last season More than one game over 500?
2: God, it's probably a, It's probably a Zook year
1: Oh, yeah. I, the, what year do they have Aurelius been blowing out That 07? year? It was the 07 Rose Bowl year yeah. yeah. Since then, their yeah. best record Richard is 7-6. Best Chief record 7-6, and it has not happened in a decade.
2: The, the most the, the best part about that fact is that at no point have they gone to a bowl game with a chance to get an eighth win there. It has always been, <laughs>
1: yeah, this will have, be
2: win seven.
1: Yeah, that's a good way. Of, uh, the, their last above 500 regular season. Yeah. And in fact, they're, they have had two of those this millennium.
0: Yes. Jeez.
1: Yes. Those Even, are bad vibes.
2: Um, they have finished 500 in conference since that Rose Bowl year exactly once. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, I'm just like last year. Last year, Illinois did the two, two of the funniest things that happened in the Big Ten. One, they beat Nebraska in a super fucking sloppy game to open the year and immediately like Rowan Scott Frost's year. Oh. And... They gave us the stupid, the stupid, what? Nine overtime game.
1: Yeah. That was fun.
2: Like that. That's enough for me. I don't need more from Illinois. Like we have Purdue to occasionally like blow up somebody's spot. We have Illinois to be like the swamp of unforgivable sorrow where you're, you watch our tax die. And, and Kirk Ferris is just like, just as I planned. I don't need Illinois <laughs> to serve any of these other purposes. I okay. I just need Illinois to like do something funny twice a year.
0: You're saying it's it's a it's a one function kitchen appliance, and then you put it away in the hutch.
2: Yeah, it's okay. it's uh, it's it's a yes. Yeah, it, they are the instant it's a, pot. It's a
0: spiralizer. Yeah, they're
2: the instant pot. Yeah, they would no way Brett Bill must spiralize and it would be like ham doesn't work so great on this.
1: Illinois' last top 10 finish was 1989. Mm -hmm. Last one before that was 1983. Last one before that was 1963.
2: Jason, when is their last top 25 finish?
1: 2007.
2: 2007.
3: The answer to everything for Illinois, when was the last, insert good thing, was 2007. Is
2: is, is the Rose Bowl year. And, like, the rest is hell. The rest is just hell.
3: They're bad vibes They did beat... They did beat Northwestern last year for the first time since 2014. Like, <laughs> and they I'm beat them 47 for to 14.
1: <laughs> but They finally beat Northwestern. But, oh,
0: I want to change my answer for worse vibes. Okay. Sorry. Yeah, it's
1: we yeah,
3: it's Northwestern?
0: Northwestern. Northwestern. I don't want to talk about it any more than that. I just want to change fine. my answer. That's even
1: fine. when Northwestern is, quote, fingers good, mm-hmm. they still fucking suck. <laughs> <the bad> vibes. <laughs> like, even 10 win bullshit Northwestern, they're still bad. They just bullshit their way to 10 wins every once a decade.
3: Who do you think is the best quarterback in recent college football history who could have gone to Northwestern and averaged exactly (laughs) (laughs) 113.5 yards a game with one touchdown and two interceptions?
1: Like Who could could Northwestern drag down to Northwestern average? Exactly. Russell Wilson. AJ McCarron.
3: Actually, Russell Wilson is a good answer. Russell Wilson at Northwestern would have been a fifth-round NFL pick coming out.
2: Russell Wilson at Northwestern would have been like, oh, you shouldn't have left. You should have stayed. You shouldn't have transferred. God
1: damn, you should have stayed at (laughs) NC State. Mm -hmm. Words never Tom O'Brien would have
0: been a preferable (laughs) shepherd for your final year of college ball. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this got dark.